Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hi, this is Derner Snapper coming to you live from the bunker underneath, or as we call it, the place that ladies don't queef. And I'm talking to you right now about, um, well, to be honest with you, it's T.J. Miller, and, uh, I decided to start podcasting in case we we die, and this is the last that people will ever hear from us. Um, Cash is passed out. I can't get him to wake up. He, um, you know, he's he's kind of yeah. He's even snoring. He just suddenly started snoring, and I I just I feel like he 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 just he was so afraid when he was bitten. He was so freaked out that he passed out. He fainted, and I've never seen a man faint. And suddenly look like a woman as they were fainting. It was such an effeminate faint, or an ephema faint, as I call it, uh, or an faint. And uh, you know, so he just sort of he fell, and right as he started fainting, he kind of threw his hand up to his forehead and went, "Oh, the vapors! I'm having another spell!" And then you know, he fell, he kind of withered to the ground and landed in kind of a seductive and pretty sexy position that is reminiscent of the Playboy centerfolds of the late 1970s and early 1980s. Um, so as you can see, I'm I'm pretty happy. I think we're running out of oxygen down here so i'm a little bit loopy and uh, we're gonna try and get cash up and just do one more uh cash cash wake up wake up cash wake up yeah cash oh my gosh are you cash are you waking up cash uh, cash cash wake up because we should do the podcast let's try and get him up wait, sometimes wait. he wakes up to a song <sighs> hey little lady Where'd you learn how to sing? You sound like shit. You got great tits, but I can't imagine smaller hips. Oh, TJ, what big is- tits, no hips. Oh, okay, buddy. Listen, big what? tits. I, what? Hold on, I'm trying to wake you up. Oh, Cash, hey, hey, buddy. What? How are you, buddy? Oh, God, I feel a little weird. Did how did you revive me? I I only remember is getting bit by a. Uh, by your clone, who I clone. turned out was a zombie, and you yes. came in and saved me. Well, we were you can... here to save me, or were you just here for the McFlurries? Well, I, golly, I love the McFlurries down here. But I got, I got to tell you, I mean, we don't know if that clone was a zombie. Well, we don't, and so I don't know if I'm infected or not. I feel, I feel fine. Your tongue is blue. Oh yeah, yeah. I did that a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. From what is it, Slurpee? No, I just uh, surgically did it. I just thought it'd make me seem more interesting. You, <laughs> you. Uh, I don't know why people don't colorize you their tongues. You surgically got your tongue. <laughs> I surgically colorized my tongue. You colorized your yeah. tongue. Yeah, I don't know why tongues have it to be the same. It does make you more interesting, but also people probably just think that you just had a lollipop or a slurpee. Well, and all the better reason they think I'm relaxed. They think I'm the kind of guy in the middle of the afternoon has a slurpee or maybe a lollipop. I'm the kind of guy that's that comfortable in his own skin to do such a thing. So uh, I'm glad you noticed. I'm Has flattered. Been working for you. How I'm long flattered. Did you have this? Yeah. Uh, well, about two weeks. About two weeks ago, I had uh, it changed. I'm uh, sorry, I didn't mention it. To a uh, light blue. 
Yeah, it is a pretty light blue. Yeah, it was actually called Slurpy Blue. Uh, it's a new it? color. Yeah, it's Slurpy a Blue. color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, this is amazing. Do you want to do the podcast? Yeah, sure, I'm always happy to do a podcast. I mean, what else are we going to do? There's zombies upstairs. There's zombies running upstairs. around. In I, fact, where'd Ryan I go? I need to tell you something. Yeah, yeah, it's about Ryan. Yeah, and uh, he was so terrified of the zombies, and he felt like he was going to die so much that he lost his courage. He turned into a yellow belly, and he ran out of the bunker screaming, which was so weird because if he's scared of the zombies, why, why would, would he, he run, run into, into the, zombies? the zombies? Interesting. And I actually saw him as he exited the bunker. He actually ran into a zombie. Uh, you know, he didn't knock him over. He just kind of, they ran into each other. I was like, hey, how you been? And it's, you know, I guess the guy's name was Frank, and they hadn't seen each other. But what did he take with him? Did he have anything to fight them off with? No, he just took all of the recording equipment except for what we have here. Oh, except for the fact we're able to record. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, I mean, listen, if you're listening I mean, he's in, probably dead, Cat. Yeah, probably. I'm serious. Yeah, but we're just going to have to... We're not even going to mourn his loss? No, we, we, we have a right. podcast to do. Well, that's if the they say thing. the show must go on, and that's the other thing, you—it's your show, and you're a consummate professional. Yeah, I try to work under all sorts of adverse conditions. I mean, who else would do a podcast during a zombie invasion? Just me, and you apparently, and your clone, who turned out to be a zombie. Maybe I think and maybe I'm infected. I think Mark Marin. You know what? If you don't understand any of this, you better listen to the last episode. Yeah, that's right. This is all, this all hinges on a cliffhanger. Blue haiku. You know, and that was our. Uh, I, I didn't. I you know I don't want to toot our own horn. But in turn, of all the cliffhangers, that was the most well received. It's critically acclaimed as mm-hmm. a cliffhanger. People were very curious what was going to happen next. People, so really you're not going to understand any of this. Yeah. In fact, you're not going to understand any of the podcast in general unless you go back to uh, maybe episode two or three. I would start, go all the way back. I would start at two and work your way backwards. Go mm-hmm. to one and mm-hmm. then to and then listen to them backwards. Uh, if you don't speak English, we have a Spanish broadcast. Of our we podcast, do. we do every podcast twice. We do it once we're in English, a, once in Spanish, and we're doing uh, it in uh, Brazilian, Portuguese, we have, we, and we're also doing a sign language pod. We're doing a sign language pod, That's which is harder to as well. Yeah, yeah it's not doing as well. It's hard to yeah. visualize. We try and hit the hands against the the microphones as much as possible to almost make an audio braille. Audio braille, yeah. That's you know. It's, in any event, that hasn't taken off like we hoped it would. But we think people will probably get into that later. Some things are ahead of their time, really. Yeah. And we'll continue to do them no matter how much money we lose. I mean, I, yeah. as you know, yeah. I've lost almost all of my money doing this podcast. Yeah. Because for the 100th uh, episode, which thank you again to everybody that came out in D.C., for the 100th episode, we're talking about doing a live show in Nebraska. I'm yeah. talking about doing in Omaha. I'm, Even New York City. Going New, to York New York City. City. We're talking about going to New York in City. In the summer, the, the big, the large apple. The summertime, the giant, the giant apple. Yeah, the yeah, larger with apple. With no worm anywhere to be found. We're going to go see a music play on Broad Street. Yeah, on, on the street they call Broad and, uh, and Way, where it meets. That's yeah, the way. We, we may do one in uh, New York. We may do one in Nebraska. Because, you know what? We love doing the show, but what happens is we don't know if anybody's listening. Uh, and what right. happens is uh, all we really get is two comments consistently. Uh, the audio sucked. And get and, a job. Uh, did one of you, uh, were one of you sick and you were sneezing too much? So th- that's pretty much the only comments we get. So to meet right. you guys personally, it means a lot to us. It and, means uh, a lot to us. And we also, uh, you know, we really pour our heart and our soul into this show. But uh, and I know Cash does. And I, I really... But I also poured an immense amount of money for the hundredth episode. Uh, I spent, I think, two hundred and ten thousand dollars on the after party mm. over at the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, I I rented the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, but I didn't want to tell people not to come, so it was okay that tourists were coming. But I rented it, and for the, for two hours, it's two hundred and ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I've lost all my money basically yeah. on the podcast, and I to me, it's like. You can't take it with you, yeah. But you can drop hot pods. You can drop hot tasties, hot and tasties, hot, and hot tasty. spicy buttery pods. Yeah, sticky butter pods. Ladies, take a break, fellas. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> hot spicy pods. I, can I say I, I actually that rented might be out my the favorite uh, joke of yours? I, I rented. Thank you, my friend. I, I rented out the uh, Oval Office for our after party, and nobody we showed didn't up. Go, yeah. I know. I know. Did you tell anybody? Uh, why is it oval? I think a rhombus might be. Well, we've figured rhombus this. Office. There's more. I like a trapezoid. Trapezoid office, yeah, yeah. But we go down this road a lot, and oh, we, oh, you know what? Oh, we're okay. the two. We're just two people with mm-hmm. the same brains each time. Except I might be infected by zombies. Do I look okay? 
I mean, your tongue is blue, but you did that on purpose. I do feel like your eyebrows are closer together. Oh, I had that done too. Oh, yeah, what, yeah. What was the purpose behind that? Why mm, would you? It's just I was. Bring you know what? Together? To be honest, so many people were saying so much weird stuff about the blue tongue that I was just trying to distract them. Uh, With that. Do something even more. Okay. Uh, so actually, I just have one. Oh, you're, you're bleeding from your right ear. Oh, that's just because I'm in a lot of pain right now. Oh. I don't think that means I'm a zombie. That happens sometimes. You haven't uh, noticed that during the show? That your ear bleeds? Yeah, sometimes I feel a lot of stress about putting out a great, hot, spicy, tasty pot. And so the stress creates blood that just pours right on my ear. I have a similar thing where mm-hmm. when I'm embarrassed around women, my tear ducts swell up so that I'm unable to cry. And instead, I perspire <laughs> profusely from my armpits. <laughs> and it's a weird thing. It's not a medical condition. It's just something my father trained me to do. <laughs> Sort of like the lasso tear. Mm-hmm. I mean, not many people can do that. You're one that can. Where the tear actually yeah, comes tear out of one down, eye, right up, up into the, the other. Chin and goes back. Yeah, below the mouth one. and all the way over to the other. Yeah. And then the forehead style lasso tear. Yeah. Where it goes up around the uh, forehead. forehead beard. Yeah. Uh, it works its way through the forehead beard, making it sopping wet. And depending on your And then back into the other eyeball. Yeah, you do, and you've got, you can do a back whip mm-hmm. because. Um, you know, you've got you've got the room for it, and so he'll he'll sort of cry, and it will whip forward, and then travel up his forehead, over his head, and back down to his neck, and then there it's just absorbed by his porous skin and uh, converted into urine. Despite this blood, I feel fine. I really do. I you you were you found yourself in a police uh, some something happened in D.C. Uh, and did you? Because some people yes. thought that was related to the. Uh, uh, what, no. the, the Lincoln Memorial uh, thing, but it really wasn't. You were sort of doing a ride along, is that right? Yeah, it's just clear the air. I can't. A couple I, of people have asked me about it. They're I like, can't "What really happened?" Really comment okay. on it too much, but okay. uh, because uh, you know, I just can't. But uh, yeah, it was. I was doing everything's things. okay. Yeah, everything's okay. And I was doing research uh, for an audition for Ride Along Two. Yeah, and so I did a ride along in D.C. and I videotaped some of it and. My cousin Faith is going to edit it, and I'm going to send it to the casting director with a little note that says, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I think we should contort into? I think we should contort into an Essential Questions of Human Nature. Essential Questions of Human Nature. I mean, do you know how many people come up to me after shows and say that they love your falsetto? <laughs> I've had only two people ever say, I also agree with you that it's insane. The but falsetto the only singing. person that Everybody really... Everybody else, hundreds of people have been like, and I have to admit, I'm, I'm kind of on Cash's side with the falsetto. <laughs> but I would trade all of that. The only person I want to please is you. <laughs> It'll never happen with falsettos. <laughs> Such a question of human nature. Um... Killer bees, uh, have they gotten lazy? I mean, I remember growing up, my biggest fear in the world was killer bees. Uh, I don't. I know we grew up during a different era, but when I was growing up, uh, killer bees were terrifying. They kept reporting that killer bees were coming. Really? And yeah, yeah. Every day there was a new report, and I kept an eye on it. I was convinced I was living on borrowed time, that at any moment... This is all. I was. I'm. I swear to God. I was positive that my life was going to end from a killer bee attack. But with, and a in lot your of people particular trying, region where there are more killer. Yeah, bees? they were coming in from Mexico. You know, I grew up in California, yeah. and we kept hearing about the killer bees were coming. Yeah. And we kept hearing about it so much that we weren't worried about the Cold War or whatever else was going on. We knew we were all going to die from killer bee attacks. We knew it. Yeah, I, and I don't think they I realized with their reporting thing. just how serious that was to kids when they keep hearing that every day yeah. that the killer bees are coming. And then they never came. And I can't help but think they just started to read their own press. You know, they just got lazy. You know, first they stopped flying, then they stopped walking, and eventually I think they just stopped killing. Yeah, I bet they stopped killing before they stopped walking. Because once you stop walking... You think that was the last... Once you stop walking, you can't kill anybody. Well, no, because Let bees like to way. lie on the ground and hope you'll just step on them. If you're stationary... That's a lazy way to really hurt somebody. to kill people. Just yeah. wait for people to step on you? That's it's not a very... Really lazy. That's not a very motivated killer. Yeah, well... Have you noticed bees do that, where you get a sting because you step on one? Why are they, why are they killer bees? Because they all attack so much? I don't know if they... 
I don't know if it's a giant group of them that swarm and kill you that way. I think that's the case. When I was that age, I was picturing uh, giant bees just one at a time. I pictured one bee could take you out. Really? Yeah, that's what I was picturing. Had you ever seen them? No, well, they would show footage, you know. Uh, so I, I guess I guess they were swarms. Well, so but, uh, I'm interested in when I was growing up. I think that era. Here's my essential question of human mm-hmm. nature: Did we make too big of a deal about AIDS? Now, this is a position that is going to polarize all of our audience. But the reason I say that is because I was so – and they really did – what they did is they said, this is an epidemic. We've got to scare the shit out of everybody, especially children. And I remember when I had sex – There's no doubt they used it as a way to – When I had sex, I was so scared of getting AIDS. Yeah, me too. And I wore a condom, but I had – Just one? I had touched just one. I mean, you know, but it was stuffed with tissue paper because yeah. I was still going through puberty. Yeah. But I went into the body of the woman with, you know, just a little bit with my, the body of mine and, uh, you know, brought it out. And to be honest with you, probably the second she left the house, I went right upstairs and called an AIDS hotline and was like, do I have AIDS? And I was just freaking out and terrified. I, mean, and, yeah. I was terrified. You... You didn't go as far as I went. What I would do is I'd, I'd, I'd put the entire package of condoms on my penis, okay? Then, uh, you know, a lot of girls have this, like, indentation between their legs. Wait, what? Wait, what? It's, like a, it's like sort of a, almost like a hole or a, sort of a, a, a narrow sort right of area. The, right in the middle? Yeah. And what I would do is I'd actually kind of, kind of, to try to get it in there, just kind of slide it in there, and then just kind of wiggle it around a bit. And that's what you would do. Yeah, and if I wiggled it correctly, and like if it, if I did it right, very quickly, uh, almost within five or ten seconds, this like gooey sort of silly putty stuff would fly out, and then I'd have this like warm feeling in my head. And then what I would do back then is I would drop myself straight into a, a hot uh, vat of boiling water. Oh, you are? Just, yeah. Before I called the AIDS hotline. Really? Yeah, just to sanitize. That yeah. is true, too. I would run screaming from the site, uh, which was usually on my parents' bed. Yes. And then I would go straight into a vat of hot boiling water. Uh, and once I survived that, if I could, I would make the phone call. But you're right. They did scare. I think there was a... Uh, it was a way for a lot of groups to uh, try to stop people from having sex, heterosexual sex. It was a way to really? scare people. Now, that's number one. But number two, they also didn't know as much in terms of how you could uh, get it. So. Well, you know, so there was, you know. There's, there's a guy that did a short film called uh, From Burger It Came or something about Burger. And uh, it's he thought he got AIDS from eating a hamburger that somebody else ate that uh, may have had AIDS. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they didn't, he didn't know. So it's, I think kids really were told, I remember we were told like it might spread from kissing. You can just Mm -hmm. get it from kissing. You can get it from oral sex. That was when, that was when I think as human beings, a lot of us became crestfallen when we realized that you could get AIDS from fellatio or cunnilingus. Right. That was such a bummer. That was the last bastion of natural sex. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it's you know now it's gone. And I use a dental dam, and I use a black one, and I use one that's big enough to cover my entire face, <laughs> because I don't want to look at me while I do disgusting things down there. So what was a bit, I mean, still more people uh, fell to, to to AIDS than than the killer bees. I mean that's true too. I I can't believe I remember killer bees, but I I, I was never in a you know situation where I was like. Well, I hope killer bees don't come for me. But, you know, I, we were in Denver, and so I don't think it was... Yeah, they wouldn't have made deal. their way. They weren't even flying at that point or walking. They were just lazy. I really do think they read their own press. They just got, you know, they, they, got, they got cocky. They were like, we're a big deal. They were let's a little arrogant. We don't even need to kill anymore to scare people. These just killer, the idea of us. We're black, and we're like, really, like... I just imagine you... Scary looking. We're not, we're not even bumblebee. We're not, you know, orange and yeah, black. We're not, like, friendly looking. First of all, I imagine, We have nothing to do with honey. We haven't even bothered with that. <laughs> like, we <laughs> kill. That's all we do. We do what it takes to survive. We eat things that'll make a billy goat puke. <laughs> puke. Puke. 
Pook. I would Remember one thing when you go out there with, an ample, with a with killer bees? An ample supply of killer bees bags. <laughs> so let me say, I, w- I wish we were out on a porch. And there were like bees swarming around, and I just I, I imagine both of us in straw hats chewing like you know a long piece of grass, yeah. and you turn to me and go, "Yeah, you know, these bees are getting arrogant <laughs> and lazy." <laughs> let me ask you another essential question: Do you really believe karma exists? Because well, let me I give you get an example. That, but let me ask okay. you a quick okay. essential okay. question: Which is, did bumblebees get the short end of the stick with their name? Bumbling bees, mm, bumblebees in their name is just like you bumbling idiots. You don't know where you're going. I feel you're like bumping into stuff. I feel like that's that's why they started stinging people. The sort of a passive aggressive, really? like yeah, you want to call us bumblebees? Yeah, huh? yeah. Take this in your in your in your armpit. That could be the source of it, which and is a hard place to get. Some stung. bees die when they sting. They yeah, a lot of them afterwards. do. And Most that of them is do. Such a bummer. Well, I mean, they're they're like. Um, Kamikazes, some of them. They'll just lie on the ground, wait for you to step on them, and that's the end of their life. But at least they doled out some punishment and yeah. some pain for the bumble part of the bee name. But, but because they're for the bumble part not. of the bee name, that's the part they're upset about. They're not upset about the bee part. It's the bumble. It's the bumble. Not the bee. It's their way. Uh, bees. It's their way. Yeah, bees. It's the bumble, not the bees, and I want that should be. It's the bumble, it's the not bumble. the bee. We that should be make, the shirt. We should make, That's the shirt. Or I think it's bumper stickers. Okay. It's the bumble, not the bee. People will be it's like, the bumble, "What not does the that bee. mean?" Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's what they're pissed off about. That's then, how they got passive aggressive. That's why they started going on. And then some of them, the really like extremist versions that were super pissed, they turned into the killer bees. That's what happened. I, and they turned black because their souls were so like angry about the bumble part. Yeah. That they turned black and they became the killer bees. But then they read their own press and now they don't kill. I mean, that so that's is the, the whole bee situation. chronology of bees? the whole thing. Bees? Yeah, you just there's answered the, answer. the question. There's the answer. Bees? Yeah. I, uh, uh, the, I, you know, the, the, I love talking to you, man. We, we find stuff out together. The bum, the, it's true. The bumper sticker. I think the bee sticker, the, bee the bumblebee sticker. sticker. Yeah, it says it's the bumble, not the bee. And then after a while, people would get it like that. Keep calm and carry on, and then keep you know chive and carry on. Keep calm and chive on, or something. <laughs> what would happen is it would be the bumble. It's the bumble, not the bee. And then people would eventually let go of the second e and yeah. b. So it would be a play on the first bumper sticker, but it would be a little more philosophical. Like it's the bumble, not the bee. Yeah, yeah not the being. Okay. So I'm yeah. looking. I'm, like if it. anybody like makes it. bumper stickers and you care to do it, I will pay someone $150 to make 70,000 bumper stickers. Okay. We'll, we'll try to start unloading those yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. I'm going to sell them before you make them. So I really need one of the 12 and a half to come through on this one because <laughs> I've already done some pre ordering right now. <laughs> um, these karma exist because here's the thing. Yeah, I think from a business standpoint, karma doesn't exist at all. A business standpoint? From a business standpoint, uh, you look at Donald Sterling, and I don't want to do too much current events type stuff because I want you know our podcast to sustain itself for the next thousand, two, three thousand years, and no one will understand this story. But you know, if you're listening two or three thousand years from now, know that Donald Sterling is know that he's this guy that said some kind of he said some some, like bad stuff he had some sexies he owned a sports team it was a sport called basketball he owns the uh, where these super tall people who are sort of Almost freakishly tall, like a whole. If you see them in airports, they're almost like a whole herd of giraffes. Yeah. Like, why? They're a whole spe- different species. Yeah. It's a stupid sport, really. If you're listening two or three thousand years from now, I love watching it. By the way, don't get me wrong, and I, I love, love playing it. it but uh, it's a little ludicrous that basically ninety-eight percent of the population is eliminated from playing it uh, at birth, uh, <laughs> because certain people don't even have to jump to dunk the ball, and other people uh, could never even come close to touching the uh, netting which hangs below. Uh, so, but. I I'm not angry about it. I'm not angry. Experience at all. Uh, uh, I'm just. I'm a pretty good athlete, and I think it's dumb that we have these sports that only tall people can play. But you know, that's fine. That's well, fine. Don- no big deal. Yeah, Donald Sterling. Anyway, is- he's this guy that owned a team, and you know, I know this is going to sound like big money three thousand years from now, but the, the team was uh, priced at about seventy. Uh, 70, I don't know, say million dollars. And then he said all these things and somehow these terrible things uh, or these offensive things to people about uh, African-American people, that kind of thing. And then uh, the team, because of all the attention the team got to some extent, uh, the team then was sold um, for uh, $2 billion. 
No. Yeah, two billion. To who? To a, a fella that uh, you know. He helped. He he was a part of it's Microsoft. Yeah. He has a lot of money. He's not taking out a loan. Can you imagine, in any event? Can you imagine? Now I know so two billion sounds like nothing. Like, that you're like, I'd like to have my own basketball team. He almost paid. T- Look, no other professional franchise uh, in basketball is anywhere close to that. And he just decided he wanted a team. He didn't care what the cost was. And uh, these guys had to sell immediately. Why so, did they have to sell? Because the league said, we're, gonna, we're getting rid of your team because of these comments that you made. So you have to sell the team. So he sold the team within, say, five days. In any event, I don't want to talk too much about current events because, again, 2,000 years from now, they won't be quite as current. But, but here's the thing. The, to too many people, okay, but too many people in the history of our civilization have been pretty bad people, and they've done pretty darn well for themselves. And I think it's a little weird to think that karma exists, that you know, if you're a good guy, good stuff will happen to you. I think that's ridiculous from a business standpoint. And that may be true in relationships. And it might be good to be a good person because it feels good, and it might make you happier to be a yeah. good guy. But don't think it's going to come back to you. Uh, you. You know what the secret is? The secret? You know the book? The yeah, secret. I'll back, tell you what the secret is. The secret is. The secret is bullshit. Did you say That's sh- what the secret civilization? is. Civilization. I, I may I have said, said civilization. I might have said civilization. Which I'll say is a society <laughs> where everyone's stabbing each other with sharpened toothbrushes. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. So the secret. Which is about be positive, put positive energy out there, think and, and sort of imagine positive. Yeah, and then all those good things come things back out. to you. Uh, it's true to a it certain doesn't make extent, that, what, but it's not genius. I don't think, you know, Hitler was fairly successful. Yeah. You know, he, he, he and in terms well, of his goals. Orator, yeah. And in terms of his goals. And he, I don't think he was uh, exuding warmth at any point in time. And the secret is, you know, what you get, you, you attract, and you attract it back yeah. to you. And I'm, I'm not really buying it. I think too many uh, bad things happen to good people and vice versa. I don't think you can expect karma or luck. I think it's nice to think that way. Uh, maybe I'm a pessimist, but, um, I mean, Donald Sterling just doubled, you know, the price of his franchise by saying some pretty, pretty noxious things. Well, you know, I don't think he wanted to sell the Clippers, and I, I think, you know, this sort of has ruined his life. It's also super fucked up that, um, you know, his friends, in quotes, were taping conversations okay. with them. So there's where, that's what I'm the saying. Bandwagon. They're all bad people, but they're getting, you know, media attention because of it. I think you're right. It's just ultimately the saddest thing is that human beings want the world to be fair and just. And it's, it's not, not going to be just. It's not, but they can try and set things up and teach one another to be more just. Like right. the, the jump to saying it's illegal to kill people, and if you kill someone, you will uh, be incarcerated or you, you could be punished by death. Um, that was a big step in humankind, in our species, you know? To, to jump to like, no, all right, we all agree not to kill each other, right? So we've come a long way trying to make it just, but the world is not fair, and it's it's pretty terrible. That's part of the tragedy, I think, that permeates everyday life. Is like it is not fair, and bad people get good things, and good bad things happen to good people, right? That's sort of what we're saying. And I think I think it's harder to be happy if you expect it to be fair. That's all I'm saying. Right. But through through karma, I think you should. I think if if you can. Do good if you do things that you feel are right and moral, and you don't expect anything back from that. That might lend you more happiness than expecting some return on it. That's all I'm saying. Now, I will say the, the secret return, has some validity. I want to reiterate, though. I think that I think it has some validity in terms of relationships. You're right. He was surrounded by sort of bad people, this Donald Sterling. So maybe that's that's the truth of the secret. And isn't he a sad old man that he's exactly so so and yeah. trying to tell them that. He exactly. has a big dick and yeah. they don't have, you know. Yeah. Uh, all I'm saying really here is the secret and karma doesn't exist from a business standpoint. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think, so I think the most ruthless people often get ahead. But I don't think, I think what you're also saying is, and I agree with this, let's stop, let's stop measuring. Because also Donald Sterling who made $2 million of saying these terrible things. He's a bad person, maybe you're saying. But I got to be honest with you. 
he's probably very sad. He doesn't have anyone in his life. It's his ex-wife. He had a relationship that didn't work. He's, these prostitutes are taking advantage of him. You're, you're right. And, and I don't think Hitler was the happiest person. By the way, I'm not comparing uh, Donald Sterling to Hitler. I'm, I'm not. Uh, You're comparing Hitler to Donald. Stein. No, I'm, I'm no, not. That's clear. I'm, I'm not. I'm not that's saying anything pretty, like that. You pulled the Hitler card. I pulled the Hitler, Hitler card pretty early. I, I I pulled it too early, and it's a uh, early. and 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 it was uh, too early, and and that's not what I meant. I only brought him up because that's not what this is about. That's not what this is about. So don't tweet me and say like you compared those two because I really didn't. Yeah, you compared Hitler. We were just talking about Carmen. I was just saying karmically, uh, he, Hitler might have a Hitler. No, no. That Hitler might have been a pretty successful businessman. That's all. Okay. But you're saying, yeah, he's like Donald Sterling. Yeah. Successful businessman. <laughs> okay. Exactly what you're saying. <laughs> you uh, know what? We should move it along. Let's move along. Speaking of Hitler, it's, a, it's, it's something, we have a working title. Gosh, I don't know if you've heard about that. Your forehead is swollen. Is it? Oh, really? How big is it? It's bigger. It's, to be honest with you, it's bigger than your face. Oh, you didn't notice that? I had Before? I just that. took my hat off. TJ didn't notice. I had a mural done uh, on my forehead. So you. Yeah, I did that on purpose. It was to distract from the eyebrow thing. So let me. Get I, yeah. Hold See, on. first so it was you the had tongue. Your forehead. You had forehead implants. Yeah. So you could have a mural painted on your. Yeah, forehead. yeah. It's it's unfortunate. It's the. Uh, it's Why? The, what was the mural of? You don't see it. Look at it. Look at it closely. Oh my god! It's all it's all in peach and pink and flesh tones. Yeah. Such it's, tiny brush. Yeah, it's Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah, I'm a patriot. So you had to have it big enough to fit all the faces. Yeah, I'm a patriot, and I wanted to distract from the eyebrow thing, which was really That's people kept bringing it up. You know, I shaved. so I don't feel bad at all. Well, you thought, oh, I know what you're, you're worried. I'm becoming a zombie. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, I actually I shaved my head and I got a tattoo of just Abraham Lincoln on my forehead. <laughs> really? It's just Lincoln. It's up top. Okay, so if we shave your head. You would see, we would see Abraham that. Lincoln. Yeah. If I had a ton of hair, I would have more tattoos on my head. I don't know why you don't get a tattoo of hair. Uh, I've, I've considered that. You know, some people do that. Really? Yeah. And I, I think you should get one across your head that I'll says, tell you come why. over. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? That's like, that's, it's hard to find a tattoo that's a permanent joke. Let me, yeah. let me tell you that. What do you think about that? Yeah. Have you ever seen true. a tattoo that's really funny? Um. Kate and I saw one recently. Yeah. But it was, I, f- I forget what it was, but it was something, <laughs> uh, I mean, it might have been a, oh, it was a neck tattoo that said unemployable. Oh, that's like not bad. Unhirable. It's very, very It's funny. not bad. Very funny. Yeah, you're right, though. It is tough to have a tattoo that's going to really be funny for a long time. Really, really tough. Because even like an sync tattoo. Because you know, as a comedian, a joke will last for a certain amount. You have a shelf life, and you don't know if it's going to last for a month or two. But you'll have a joke that's just killing to a point where you almost have to close with it. And then two years later, you don't really get much out of it at all, and you have to drop it. Like, that's yeah. how quickly it can go. Well, I, I'm interested in. I'd like to get a tattoo, but it's a serious one. I'm going to get it this year. But you know, I, I don't know. It's hard to find one that's a that's a great great joke. You know, whoever came up with the mustache on the finger, yeah, on the inside of the finger, that's that's a permanently funny one. A permanent one. But now a lot of people have that. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of you know went out of vogue. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I, you'll probably be listening two or three thousand years from now, and uh, tattoos were these uh, these inkings people would put on their bodies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which would you know, as your skin would stretch out, mm-hmm. uh, would would look sort of uh, strange the older you got. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're listening two thousand years from now, the in, uh, we used to have insides of our fingers. We we didn't have webbed hands like I assume you all have yeah. now, and so they would. Tattoo a mustache on the inside of the finger and then hold yeah. it up to uh, to the area beneath their nose, which I don't know if you guys have noses. Yeah, I don't know if you have noses. By the way, people two, three thousand years from now, uh, we live during this year. We lived on uh, Earth. Yeah, it's, I know it's gone now, but we we lived on this. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. We were starting to just we we're starting to ruin it. Yeah, it was. No, we, <laughs> but we had some good things. It, but it, we it was, were on our way out. It was. Yeah. It was almost over, and so now yeah. I don't know if you're in Mars or yeah, where you are, Pluto. But you were talking to you now. You're listening to one of the first uh, zombie invasions. Uh, yeah. They did shows about it, thinking it would never happen. 
and now yeah. it actually happened. And, and, happened. Uh, and I got bit, and we're trying to figure out if I'm infected or not. I feel fine. Do your, I look okay? No, because your forehead is the size of Mount Rushmore, literally. That was the intent. Your yeah. eyebrows are completely connected Everything's good. Now. You're, not concerned you're bleeding about that. Enough for your ears that yeah. I'd say your shirt is more red than gray right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, you know, you just. You're, you know, you're you're foaming at the mouth. I was always incredibly ugly. I don't know if you noticed that. I had never I was, noticed yeah, it. Yeah, trust me. It's a so I don't tongue, think it's, yeah. You know, it's a lot. A lot's happening. Well, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. Let's move along to a, a section we like say, to. I say you're fully erect also. That's a weird part about it too. And it, there seems to be a curvature that implies you've got a dick like a crowbar, which is, I just don't really have any use for it. I don't even know how it works. <laughs> I just know burglars usually have it. Nerd. Uh, this burglars. show this show excites me. I always uh, I always perform this show erect. I don't know if you realize that. And I I have a thing where uh where my balls shrink up into my stomach and then they kind of they dance a little with the During kidneys. the show? Yeah, every yeah. single time. Okay. Good to know. Sort of the uh you know, sort of the physical things that happen to us during a performance like this. It's, it's not easy a, to... It's kind of a what hurts thing. Yeah, I mean, kind of a what hurts. My balls will go up, my testicles love will mingle her. with the kidneys. I'm going to do something. This is called... Uh, some people used to call this uh, Tweedalize. That's sort of a working title. Uh, others yeah. think it should be called Tweet Home Alabama. Oh, uh, yeah. That's Where that. the skies are so blue. Tweet home what do y'all like family? about this? Just that it's uh, it's. Lord, catchy. I'm coming home to you. I mean, are you laughing or are you grooving out? I just Birmingham the was a gun. Other people uh, used to call this a section. Uh, I love that these hey are definitely now, written. Hey now, don't tweet it over. Hey now, hey now. To build a wall between Again, us. stop being a pun. You know, You're just picking songs that you want to sing and, and then putting the word tweet in So those are what some people, uh, you know, call it. Uh, you know, it's yeah. a working title, Tweetalize. Um, I, uh, I got a. You, you actually tweeted something. Uh, which I hope I haven't mentioned before because I enjoyed it very much. You tweeted something. Uh, uh, there is a big difference between I'm a lobster man. You have done this one before, but I, I just did another. But I just did a recent one. Oh, I've already said this thing. on the show. Yeah, it's so but funny. Same thing. Look, look, oh, look. Okay, just, what did you say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do things twice. I'm just no, one no, no, person. No. Listen, and also we've done a lot of shows. We've done a lot of shows. You guys are and I'm not very organized. Material. Yeah, once in a while I just get. I, I I'm not very organized, so it's hard for me to remember what we've done. So it's this okay. right here. This is the new one. Uh, T.J. Miller wrote this. Uh, he's my guest here this evening. Thank you for having me. Clam totem pole. You're welcome. Is very different from clam totem pole. You're welcome. <laughs> Let me read that again. Clam totem pole. Do you see? It's You're welcome. It's very different from clam totem pole. You're welcome. Say it. See, you say it. You say it. Well, what it is, is it's just different. <laughs> clam totem pole, period. You're welcome, period. It's very different from clam totem pole, comma, you're welcome. <laughs> because one would be like, here's a clam totem pole. You're welcome. But the other one is saying to a clam totem pole, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Oh, Clem Totem Pole. You're welcome. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I got it. So what you're saying is you, 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 your punctuation really does make a difference. It does make so a difference. You're saying? And also, w- imagine a clam Totem Pole. I mean, how I mean, funny is that? The, for example, the essential question, bees? Yeah. Yeah, without the uh, question mark, it, it would mean nothing to anyone. And as it is, uh, bees has meant a lot to millions of people. Yeah, and you know, a lot well, of Twelve people, and a half of them. A lot of people will uh, stop me on the street and say... Uh, you know, you're completely nude. You're just walking around naked. What and, about the barrel that you wear? Uh, you know, I've been, I kind of broke my barrel. It's in the shop. <laughs> yeah, barrel's in the shop. Got to walk around with my dick out. <laughs> Sarah, ever heard of that? Fucking goddamn I hump bullshit service. <laughs> That is a uh, rendition of Old Man Angry at IHOP. 
here on Cashing In with We Were Hiller. And we're in the middle of a zombie invasion across the nation. So let's not change the station and let's definitely give out our rations, which is how I pronounce rations. To all the little children that are still alive, give them uh, one piece of chocolate and tell them you ain't talking no jive. Let's throw it back to Cash Levy on the Tweedalize working title. Uh, uh, Wonderwall by, uh, you know, what is it? Don't tweet it's over. Hey, now. Hey, that was a great reset. Thank you for resetting the show for people, just so they know what that was. That was like a great, you know, rock, we used to have these things, they called them the disc jockeys. They were rock and roll guys. The best, one of my favorites was Ted McGillicuddy on the 102.7, the rocker. Uh, 102.5, the rocker. But um, in any event, you just did a great reset. Well, thank you very much. And I'll also say that, uh, you know, I'm trying to kind of get my falsetto niche. You know, yeah, I want. Yeah. So I thought maybe the radio thing would be like something that, you know, people were like, I love the falsetto, and I also like your radio stuff. Yeah. Radio rhymes is what I yeah. call them. Okay. Yeah, okay. I love your radio rhyming, Tej, is what I'm hoping people say. Yeah. Hey, Tej, I love your radio rhyming. They'll yell from across the street, is what I imagine, or I'll be in like a hot tub with 30 women, and we just, no one can tell how we got such a big hot tub. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they're all going, hey, I got to tell you, love your radio rhyming, Tej. <laughs> you know what? Hey, let's... Teach, your fucking dick looks like a broccoli. <laughs> How about that? I imagine them yelling that too. Yeah, I, I, I'll bet they do sometimes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what, T.J. Miller, I'm. We're gonna have to go up into the streets and see if the zombies are still up there. I think. I think we should shut it out, uh, shut it down with a with a. Uh, no, let's shut it it's, out. It's 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 let's it's do called a, a It's called maskers. No it's points a, on the other a, side. It's a yeah. Wait, we got it. Can we just do uh, one? Quick do one, one of mine. Of yeah, yours? do yeah, one of mine. We got it. Yeah. I, look at I'm. Okay, let me just look at. Yeah, that's nice. Right, that's not mine. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Don't tweet us Sweet home, Alabama. Um, so you write, I'm I'm at Legoland. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. wouldn't mind an adult stroller right about now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I read that and I wondered, why. what does that look like to you? What does an adult stroller look like to you? How are you imagining uh, that? Because here's how I imagined it. Yeah. A giant stroller for a yeah. human person yeah. where they're as small as a baby is in its stroller. Yeah. But then I was like, who's pushing that stroller? Those The, the handles are too high for any other adult to be able to reach. So yeah. you'd have I'm to hire pi- no, I'm picturing an, a, a you'd a have bas- to hire an NBA, NBA basketball player. We were thinking <laughs> the exact same thing. That's where basketball players would be better served to help society instead of throwing these balls into these baskets to, yeah. to push the adult strollers. That's what basketball NY, players should do. You were at Legoland and you just... We, I was at Legoland. You ever pushed. get so tired? Okay, when you were a kid, did you ever... What's the most lazy, thing, lazy or the most boring thing you can do as a kid? I mean... Okay, two things that I can remember. Uh, when your mom's getting a haircut, that's one of the most boring, boring experiences. Wow, that's a really good you have, point. When your mom's getting a haircut. Number two, going grocery shopping. Or, or, not grocery shopping, shopping at like a, uh, some clothing kind of clothing store. store. You want to lie down in the middle of the floor. Yeah. Okay? Um, that's what it's like for an adult to go to an amusement park with kids. That's how I feel. Yeah. It's it's I've come full circle. Why you so you don't like I, I just get tired. Parks. I do you know, Legoland was great actually, but I you, you just get tired. Yeah. You, it's it's exhausting. You have that same feeling you felt back when you were a kid when your we mom was getting her hair cut. Yeah. You need to be on drugs. And that was the next thing I was gonna tweet that you need like where can I find mushrooms yeah, just to keep this of, dream alive. Just meth, just street grade yeah. amphetamine. They should have a shack there. Just I was gonna tweet that. That's them. so funny, but I'm tired of tweeting things and people get upset about them. Like, you shouldn't Why? be selling nobody, meth at a... I don't know. You always There's always two or three people who want to comment on things. That's so weird because nobody does that with me, really. Mm. Or at least nobody's going... You might not read the responses. You know, I do read the responses, <laughs> you do? I think. I mean... They know, should I have street-grade meth. Yeah. Yeah, at every amusement park, just in a shack, just to keep the, the adults uh, going. 
Yeah. Just to keep the heart working. Because you do, you want to lie down in the middle of the floor or have an adult stroller pushed by an NBA uh, superstar. You've got to have one of the freakishly tall yeah, ones. Yeah, freakishly tall mm-hmm. ones. Uh, let's finish up with maskers. Oh, can I just say this? Yeah. Christy, you know, see, these are the kinds of ones yeah. I get. Okay. Um, Christy writes, well done steak, just no punctuation, yeah. is very different from... Well done, comma, steak. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. You're saying, well done, steak. Well done, steak. So that's the kind Punctuation's of important. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, maskers, uh, it's a little section we like to call masters. Maskers. Can't, does that, does it, wait, am I turning into a zombie? I don't Is know. Is that why I'm speaking yeah, this way? Because I can't you're speak. You're foaming at your mouth. You've got marbles in your mouth. It's certainly you're, affecting. Your tongue has turned red. Now you're bleeding out of both ears. I mean, you may be a zombie. Have you listened to the show, though? I'm usually like this. Yeah, I, I know. And the mural forehead, I just can't believe I didn't notice it. How well, you usually, you a lot of people don't realize How when we do the show, that? we usually face away from each other. That's true, too. That, yeah, I guess and we, we have and we, back to And back. we watch each other in funhouse mirrors. No, you, and yes, that's true. <laughs> and you've also always made me enter the studio walking backwards with a blindfold, with a blindfold. on. Yeah. yeah, and then you watch, you're allowed, there's a, there's a little hole Which I don't in it where you're allowed to watch through the funhouse mirror. But I don't, I've never understood why I have to walk backwards and wear the blindfold. Mm. I think you just like that I trip a lot. Yeah, so you, yeah, little drama there. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unfucking. I know. Sometimes I'll put a vat of boiling water uh, in the in the studio. This is Maskers. Uh, by the way, I have a show coming up uh, in uh, Scottsdale, uh, yes. Arizona, uh, next week. Uh, I want to say the seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. It's called Stand Up Scottsdale. Yeah, uh, check it out. Special deal for listeners. Uh, uh, now the the show on Thursday is just ten bucks, but on Friday, Saturday, uh, if you call the club and tell them you're a fan of our uh, podcast, it's a twelve and a half dollar deal. So come out to the show. Really? I'll be telling some jokes, spinning some yarns. Yeah, spinning as some it yarns. were. Uh, I'll be speaking strictly through a funhouse apparatus, which is attached to my body. And this is all if we find out at the end of this episode that I'm not a zombie, in which case yeah. I won't be there. Yeah, you'll yeah. die. You'll, I mean, yeah. you'll die. But come out and see my new uh, uh, forehead uh, mural. Although, what would be your sort of zombie stand-up? Hmm. I, yeah, it's hard to make zombies funny. I guess it'd be more of like a thriller type thing. Michael Jackson. More dancing. Uh. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this maskers <laughs> is from Jeff Lender. And I, I really enjoyed this. And uh, at Je- Jeff, Jeff Lender, is, Jeff always his friends always say about Jeff. Yeah, he's uh, always got a Jeff book to Lender, give you. He's always on a bender. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, he's always in a fender bender. Jeff, you want a- <laughs> Jeff's a terrible driver. If you want a good book, Jeff will give it to you. Uh, is it ever Jeff appropriate or necessary? Damn goat! And this is this is so classic. It's almost. Should almost be a essential question. Is it ever appropriate or necessary to go two hands to one boob when making it with a lady? Well, the two uh, hands one boob technique I, never even occurred to me. I've done it. Have you? Yeah. You've got to really two hands to one boob technique. You've got to need it. I think you know. You've got to really need the dough. <laughs> that takes a lot of. Here's audacity. what I say to Kate. I kind of go, hey. I need that dough, so I'm going to need that dough. <laughs> and it has never worked. She slapped, I think she slapped me do you go cross, double digits. Do you go cross court? Or uh, do, you go, like, yeah. do you go cross court with yeah, the two-hander? I or do. do you, uh, well, here's what I do. Yeah. Is this what you're talking about? I mean, about? you get right in front of it. But here's my question for you. Or do you go to the one boob? Do you guys do cross arms? <laughs> do you cross your cross arms? Cross boob arms. And, yes. Yeah. And do opposite hand to different uh, boob. That is a... That's a technique I I've never even thought that. of. I've been doing that since the 1980s. Wow, this the makes, early 80s, late 60s. This makes me want to be single again. Because no, why don't you go home and cross them up? Uh, you know, being married. We'll we'll talk about it. You know, at some point, being married. I don't know if cross boob. You know what? Cross boobs might shake things up. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to try it. That's what I'm saying. You always got to switch it up. I always switch, switch it up. up. A little, surprise them. Surprise yeah. them in the bedroom. For instance, for a long time with Kate, I, the kind of sexy thing that I thought was kind of hot was uh, was not being able to get an erection. Then, sort of later on, you know, <laughs> we kind of transitioned, and that wasn't as sexy anymore. And then it was that I got an erection and ejaculated immediately in a puff of dust. And so that was, we were sort of into that. And, uh, you know, we've never had intercourse, but, and then, and then later on, we kind of got into the idea of like 
her describing uh, what a hand job is to me uh, while I gave myself a hand job <laughs> after I had uh, sat on my feet for a while and I was giving myself a hand job with my feet. So I guess that's a foot job. So she would describe that and I, you know, then I would, of course, you know, puff dust, which is how I say ejaculation. Do you go cross court with the uh, hand job? I've never done to that. yourself? You mean no. I, I've crossed my arms and put uh, each of my testicles in my hands <laughs> and sang a Christmas carol before. That's, <laughs> but that's only during the holiday that's season. That's actually one of the main From what things. I understand, that only happens during the holiday season. Yeah. You know what? I think we've got we've to wrap this up because uh, I hear I, – I feel healthy. You do? Let's go up into the streets and see if the zombies uh, – let's go kill some zombies. Let's go into the street. Let's kill some zombies and let's hope. Let's kill some zombies. All the zombies. And the government has controlled them, and and we'll be able to return to life normally, and you'll be able to go to Scottsdale. That's right. Thanks, buddy. Come check us out. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having me. uh, Thanks for having me. Thanks for reviving me with those McFlurries. You know, I I had to use them somehow, and I ate so many, I threw up inside of my pants. I took my pants off, and I I put them over my face. I'll need a diagram. Down each of the pant legs. There might be some sleep charting going on. I need to figure out how to do that. I like that. I really, really like that. Um, yeah, so come uh, on Twitter. Do the show again sometime. You, yeah, I'll see you. Oh, yeah, I should. I really, really should. Try to do it again. I'd love to have you, you on the show if again. If anybody wants to come see me live, just you know, forget about it. Well, and it looks like we're doing Nebraska together. We are I mean, doing because Nebraska that's, I've heard together. that's a lovely metropolis in yeah, July. That, and so July 10th through the 13th, it's actually, we'll be doing it since, yeah, the 10th through the 13th will be in Omaha, Nebraska. And if you want to see me the 17th through the 19th, I'll be in Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon, where there's more than four of them. Uh, coming up on the 25th, I'll be in Montreal just for laughs. That's the only reason I'll be there uh, the 25th and the 26th. So that's July. Come check it out. Get nerdy with the daddies. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much Thanks, for Thanks, buddy. Me. Do the show again sometime. All right, let's do our battle chant before we go out there. Okay. What, what weapon are you going to bring? Um, I think I'll just bring my mace. Oh, you're going to go mace? Yeah. Because I was going to go mace, but we don't want to both go up there with maces. That's yeah. awkward. Okay. Don't you think? Yeah. So why don't you go Ooh, mace? I have a Trojan bee I'm going to get inside of. Okay, that's a it's Trojan, a Trojan. It's a Trojan killer, killer bee. bee. Yeah. Uh, I actually have a Trojan bumblebee, so it can kind of be like a, a bumble? theme. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. You, you get inside that one. I'm bringing a broadsword also. Right, let's go. Now leaving Nerdist.com.